0: Hello and welcome to Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast for December 20th, 2019. Don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. Okay, I have two new videos up on the blog, both from uh, this week's WWE. The first one is from Monday's Raw, Asuka versus Diana Perrazzo. And uh, you've probably seen Dia- Diana as an NXT enhancement talent a few years ago. At the time, she was working mostly for ROH but also other companies. They haven't done much with her since she signed with NXT May 2018. She works house shows, but is rarely on TV. Now, maybe she's being moved to Raw. There's uh, been reports the last day or so that if someone is not being used at NXT, they could be moved up to Raw or SmackDown. They're not going to move anybody up who's on TV regularly in NXT unless they... It comes time they want to do that. So for something like this, they're going to use, bring up somebody who is not being used. I mean, she's an okay wrestler, but nothing special. Since she hasn't been used much, much, it makes me wonder why they signed her. Possibly to keep her from signing elsewhere. So at the start of the match, she kicks Asuka to the floor before the start of the match. The match is semi-competitive squash match. They only get some offense in and even in near fall, but Asuka plays the Asuka lock and that's it. Afterwards, Becky Lynch does an interview that will set up a match against Oscar at the Royal Rumble. That'll continue to develop on uh, next week's Raw, which was taped on Monday. So to follow up on the Kyrie on Kyrie Sane, they decided uh, to not have her do the Madison Square Garden show. And so uh, she hasn't been cleared yet. Uh, I, she says she's fine. And so I hope she is fine. But, uh, you know, she has a history of concussions. So, I mean, I I expressed concern about that when she first came to the WWE. So, the WWE needs to keep an eye on that, okay? Concussions are not predictable, except that too many too frequently would be a problem. So, I'm glad she's okay, as I think we all want to see her perform, okay? The second match is from Wednesday's NXT. Uh, It is... EO Shirai versus Santana Garrett. And, um, you know, most fans should be familiar with Santana. She's a 10-year veteran. Her dad was a wrestler uh, because she lives in nearby Ocala, Florida. She appeared over the years as an NXT enhancement talent. She worked for everybody at one time or another. Okay. She finally signed with NXT in August. And I, I think really they signed her to keep her from going elsewhere. You know, AEW could probably use her, use someone with her experience. So, a well-known wrestler once told me some girls would rather look good than have a good match. And that is Santana Garrett in a nutshell. And in her first NXT match against Tanara Conti, she looked pretty bad. Uh, commentary really tries to put her over. They even mentioned she beat Io in Japan a few years ago. Yeah, Santana was NWA Women's Champion at the time. The match is a glorified squash, as I would have expected. Santana still does the same kind of moves that I recall seeing from her a few years ago. She really needs to look more like a wrestler and less like a gymnast. She looks good. She's a very attractive girl. She looks good, but can she have a good match? I mean, I, I really have my doubts about that. And about this business, and she also might be, a. Uh, she wasn't being used at um, much at NXT. So, I mean, to me, unless there's more money involved, what difference does it make if they're sitting around at NXT or if they're sitting around in catering at Raw or SmackDown? It makes no difference. They're just sitting around anyway. So unless they're planning to use her, I don't know why they would bring her or Deanna Purrazzo up. But you never know about these things. They could be... Uh, who the hell knows what they got in their minds? I, I don't try and figure out what the WWE is thinking. It's too much trouble. <laughs> okay? And... Um, you know, I think uh, uh, she's not that good, in my opinion, and that's part of the problem uh, for me anyway. Uh, okay, now let's talk about tomorrow morning's UFC show. It is at uh, South Korea. So the show actually starts uh, at 2 a.m. in the morning. Now, there were supposed to be two women's matches on the show. Uh, one of them was supposed to be uh, Jeon Kim versus Sabina Mazo. uh, uh G got, um, injured and both of those fighters were moved to other shows. The other match was supposed to be Veronica Macedo versus Amanda Limos. Uh, Veronica was supposed to fight in Brazil a few weeks ago and she, um, started having headaches, I think at the last minute and dropped out. So she's not doing this match either. She has been replaced on this show by Miranda Granger. So, um, so it's Amanda Limos versus, uh, Miranda Granger. Amanda is from Brazil. Uh, she we saw her in 2017. Uh, she lost to um, Alexis Davis at uh, bantamweight, and then she tested positive for stanozolol. Okay, so she had a two-year suspension, and this is her first match back after that suspension. Okay, I think she was supposed to have a match in August, and it got canceled, if I remember correctly. Anyway. The point is, is that she's now at straw weight because this fight is at straw weight. She's now at straw weight, so I don't know. We haven't seen her in, in like over two years, so who knows, right? She might be good. She might not be good. Anything's possible. Her record is six one and one. Okay, her only loss was her last fight in the UFC, and I don't really count it because it was like over two years ago and had a different weight class. All right, Miranda Granger. Uh, is from uh, Everett, Washington. Uh, Trains at Charlie's Combat Club. Her record is 7-0. 7-0. She uh, won her UFC debut over um, Hannah Goldie, who uh, was a winner on um, uh, Dana White Contender Series. So, uh, you know, she looked pretty good in that match. So uh, I'm not sure if Amanda is a better fighter uh, or not. It's difficult to say. Like I said, uh, I'll be up watching this tomorrow morning. And we'll see... We'll see how it goes. All right. And uh, as usual, I will have the video up on Sunday morning. Maybe Saturday night, considering when the show is. Okay. We have three, three new fight announcements. Uh, on Monday, Megan Anderson announced that on the Ariel Halwani show that uh, she will face Norma Dumont on EFCN, UFC on ESPN Plus 27, February 29th at the Chartway Arena in Norfolk, Virginia. Megan is 29 years old from Australia. She trains with UFC fighter James Krause in Kansas City. She's six feet tall, which attracts a fan base of weirdo fanboys. But she's nothing special as a fighter. I mean, look, she can't drop the bantamweight because she's tall. Uh, So it's difficult finding opponents for her. Norma is 29 years old from Brazil. Her record is 4-0, mostly at bantamweight. So she's 5'7", so she's giving up a lot of size. And regardless of how this fight turns out, don't be surprised if Norma drops down to bantamweight. And that's the way things are in the featherweight division. Okay, we've got another featherweight bout. How about that? All right. It is... uh, This was reported by Cole Shelton of BJPen.com. Felicia Spencer versus Zara Fernando Santos. Uh, UFC on ESPN 27 February 29th at the Chartway Arena in Norfolk, Virginia. Farrah confirmed the fight on Instagram. Felicia is 29 years old. She was born in Montreal, but she grew up in Orlando. She trains at the jungle. Uh, her record is 7-1 and one and 1-1 one and one in the UFC. She lost to Chris Cyborg in Cyborg's final UFC fight because Cyborg refused to fight Amanda Nunez and then afterwards pretended that she wanted to fight Amanda so fans would blame Dana White. Felicia is really good on the ground. The problem is there aren't a lot of decent featherweights. You know, Zara is 33 years old from France. I believe she trains in Sweden now. She's 6-3. and three. She lost her UFC debut to Megan Anderson by... First round submission. I don't expect much, much of a different result here. Okay, so, I mean, that's the problem with featherweights, right? There just aren't enough of them out there. Okay, third fight uh, MMA Junkie reported uh, Wednesday night, I believe, that um, Rachel Ostovich versus Shayna Dobson has been added to UFC on ESPN Plus 26. February 22 at the Spark Arena in Auckland, New Zealand. This fight will be at flyweight. I don't think either fighter belongs in the UFC. Rachel is 28 years old from Hawaii. She's 4-5 and 1-2 and and in the UFC. She was in Tough 26. Also, fans will remember seeing her in Invicta. Uh, the main thing she has going for her is looks and sex appeal, but she can't fight. I, I just, I've seen her enough times, she just can't fight. The last time we saw her she lost to Paige Van Zandt by submission January 2019. She was supposed to fight in August but pulled out due to injury. Shayna is 30 years old. She trains at Elevation in Denver. Her record is 3-3 three and 1-2 three and and in the UFC. She was also in Tough 26. Last time we saw her she lost to Sabina Mazo by unanimous decision. Shayna looked awful. She was terrible. And so the UFC are sending two terrible fighters to a low profile foreign show. So. I don't know who will win it, but I expect the loser to be, re- to be released, okay? And just to show you that they do it, they just released, uh, announced yest- yesterday that Lauren Mueller was released, another flyweight. Uh, she looked very good in Dana White's contender series, and then she went one and three in the UFC. She just didn't look very good in her last couple of fights, okay? So if you don't look good even in losing, you're going to get cut at some point once your contract runs out. Okay, that's about it for today. Be back on Sunday with the UFC fight uh, from that'll be tomorrow in Korea. Uh, we'll have the video for you. Uh, don't forget to check out my blog for these two videos I posted, frankp316.blogspot.com. If you have any questions or comments, please leave them on Anchor Voicemail. And if you want to subscribe to the podcast, you can do so at Google Play Music, Google Podcasts, iTunes, and Spotify. Enjoy the fights. We'll talk to you Sunday.